What is going on, guys? Episode six of the Mo's Money, Mo's Problem podcast. Very special guest in the building today. I found out this about this individual from Facebook. Literally, I was just on Facebook and I seen this guy pop up. Um, he was making a killing. He has one of the nicest cars in Jackson, uh, Corvette Stingray. And I reached out to him and I got him on the podcast. So welcome, Mr. Malik Green. Thank you. I appreciate you have, uh, for having me. My man, you've been killing it out here. I see you. Yeah, man. I'm definitely trying to. I'm trying sure. to. What's been going on? Not much, man. Just uh, right now in the middle of uh, just trying to scale my new business. I just opened up back in May. Uh, you know, I got a new daughter just taking care of her. Man, oh, there you just, go. Just working, you know, just scaling my business, just working, you know, taking it day by day. There you go. Yeah, I've seen you go a little viral here over the past weekend. Tell me about that story that I think you're on the highway and some dude needed a ride. Yeah, yeah, yep. So I'm um, actually, I was actually heading into a uh, town. Uh, me and my uh, girlfriend, uh, Lexi, we were going to get some, um, uh, we were meeting at Outback. Okay. She's like, oh, I'll meet me at Outback in like 30 minutes. Right. So I'm actually on my way to go meet her at Outback. Right. I'm going down 127, heading in, uh, heading into Jackson. Right. Uh, and this guy just sitting on the yard rail. Uh, it's a little, he was a short guy, you know, a little chubby or whatever. Right, right. Shirts drenched, you know. And it was I, hot as hell out. It was hot, dude. I, it was hot. And I passed him. And I was just like, man, let me turn around and see if he needs a ride. So then I just hit a hole. There's actually like a you know opening for me to hit a U-turn. Yeah. So I just came. I swooped, hit the U-turn. I looped back around to him. I was like, hey, man, you need a ride? He's like, oh, man, thank you so much. Yeah, I do. And he's like, I need to go up to 36 and something. And I was like, I don't know where that's at. You know, hopefully it's five minutes away. You weren't you know? scared at all? Like, bro, no, was, you he in was a little, He was a little guy. You know, he, was, he, was, he, was, he was short and chubby. <laughs> you would have pieced you know, him up. Yeah, he was, you know, he, wasn't, he didn't look scared. And then he didn't look scared. He, you, he could read people. You could right, read, right. I can, body know, language. Today's society, you got to be able to read people, read their body language, everything. You know, so I read him. He was, he, you know, he, he didn't mean any danger or anything. What do you think when the, when the Corvette pulled up to him? Uh, I mean, his eyes were already huge. He, <laughs> he, didn't know, he didn't know anything about cars. He's like, what is this, a Camaro? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, and then he, he told me how far he lived. I was like, how far you need to go? He's like, oh, you know, 36 and I was like, all right. You know, so I'm driving. I'm like, how far away is that from here? He's like, oh, it's about 25, 30 minutes. I said, by car? He said, yeah. And I was like. He was about to walk he that. He was about to walk that. And he already been walking from the hospital in Jackson. Nuts. So, you know, and then it just, I was like, right, well, I ain't going to be at dinner tonight. You know, because that's 25 <laughs> minutes. That was 50 minutes out of the way. You Damn, know? was your girl pissed? Uh, she, yeah, she, no, she wasn't. But I told her why, and I sent her the picture. Right. But <laughs> so, I'm not being like low key, though. I mean, the reception that you got, that kind of trumps everything. Yeah, yeah, low yeah key, definitely, definitely. You know, good, good, good. I think good karma is a real thing. You know, just pay it forward. And that's something I try and do out of every single day. What can I do to make someone else's day? Yeah, know? and that's so. what you're doing in your business. So let me get a little background information. So, uh, you're 23 now. Yep, 23. So where was 18-year-old Malik? Man, oh man. 18-year-old uh, Malik, I just graduated. 18-year-old Malik, we can go deep. I know. Let's no, go, no, yeah. Nobody, I'll, I'll be honest. Let's not put any bad cases out yeah, there. You know, but no, so nobody knows this, but 18-year-old Malik, uh, I graduated. I made the biggest, um, I guess you could I don't call it a mistake now, but I made a, a dumb decision when I was 18 years old. Yeah. 18 years old, uh, I'm not going to say names or nothing, but, uh, you know, I was just a young, dumb 18-year-old. I told you guys earlier, I loved to fish. I was right. 18. Uh, me and my buddy used to fish lake to lake. You know, we had a little rowboat. We'd throw in the back of the pickup truck and right, we just right. roll. You know, and we're like, man, we're tired of rowing. We want to hit some bigger lakes. Uh, like I said, this is the 18-year-old yeah, place. This is years that. ago. I, mean, I got some knows, horror stories, you know? too. Uh, but um, so we were just young and dumb, man, just bad. You know, bad. I'm not saying bad kids. We were just young and dumb being, you know, teenagers. Uh, we were like, man, if we can just get a, you know, we're broke, you know, didn't have, a, you know, no money or anything. Like, if we can just get a boat motor, man, so we don't have to roll to all these lakes and roll across the lake yeah. and stuff, man, we could, we could, we could fish more. It's so stupid. So we stole a boat motor. <laughs> you know, we look, We got a little small, little aluminum boat, dude. Right, right. So, Hit you know, the we, we looked for the smallest boat motor there was, dude. And it happened eventually, dude. You know, I got in trouble. The boat motor cost over a grand. Damn. And it, this costing over a grand is a felony. 
So wow. 18 years old, I was probably, it was probably three or four days after my birthday of turning 18. Nuts. Committed a felony at 18 years old. So Any then, money in the bank? Uh, no, nothing. No. So, you know, my parents hooked me up. You know, I had to go through the whole process. You know, they do probation. And, you know, they put you through the programs to keep it off your record as long as you don't get in trouble. Uh, I've never been in trouble again, but it was just an eye-opener, you know. For so, sure. How did that feel, Blake, I just, you know, I had to turn into a uh, man very quickly, you know. Um, and that's the whole thing about, you know, Green Cutter Pair. I just want to give back because once I did that, you know, part of the process before, you know, the whole thing was done, you know, you had to get a job, you know. At the time, this was on my record. You know, I couldn't get a job. Mm. Like, there's been, a, you know, in my life where I couldn't get a job, so I know what that feels like. Why this guy know? stealing stuff? You know, yeah, you know, truly, you know. So it's, uh, you know, especially just for, you know, just a young teenager who's being stupid. Yeah. You know, I, I look back and I laugh at it now, but, you know, it just immaturity me. It made me grow up, you know, uh, and I'm happy it happened because if that wouldn't happen, I wouldn't be where I'm at today. 100%. That molded you to the man that you are, that Definitely. that way people can use this story and shape their future, yep. right? Definitely. Yeah. Like, so, you know, if, if I can overcome that, anybody, there's, there's no excuses. 100%. You know, if I tell anybody there's no excuses you should never limit yourself you know yep. today's society people you know people used to look down on me because like you said I, that happened one then two i didn't go to college or anything people look down on you but you know people set limits on what you are capable of doing and i right. you know that just it's not it's, this should never happen wait so hold up so you're 23 and you haven't you don't have a college degree no then you have your own you have your own business right so uh, you have a diploma that's it that's it okay so did you go to college at all? I went to college. I did go to college for two days. <laughs> <laughs> did you steal shit there? What yeah, happened? <laughs> no, man. I, I, so I went there for two days, and uh, what made me drop out of college was uh, it was the second day of my freshman year seminar class, and the uh, teacher said, uh, your first assignment is to write a four-page single-spaced essay about why you're going to college. Oh, man. And I got home, and I think I did like three lines, and I was like... This, this is not for me, man. This so you just so you <laughs> dropped, dropped out, dropped out and then what back. happened from there? I dropped out. Uh, I picked up a job at Mackey. This is after, you know, uh, they cleaned up my background and all type of stuff, and I wasn't right. able to get a job. I got the job at Mackey. I got hired in within like a month on night shift, and I just, you know, I ran it up. You know, I just started working. I was working every single day. Uh, I mean, that's it. You know, I just got the job at Mackey. You know, Mackey is simple. You know, you, you're there 12 hours a day. You're slaving. You're in there slaving, you know, so that's why I did it for two years straight. You know, you didn't have it. You don't have a life. If you work at Mackey, you don't You don't have a life at all. Really? What was yeah. the hours like? They literally just work, uh, sleep? I was night shift, yeah. You know, so we go in at 5.30 p.m. You get out at 5.30 a.m. You know, then I'm sleeping. You know, I don't wouldn't I wouldn't go to sleep to pray like seven eight o'clock. You know, then I'm sleeping until like four o'clock, waking Damn. up, going back to work at five. And then you had your ba- you had a baby at the time, right? Oh uh, no, my girlfriend. I want to say I had my first daughter when I was nineteen. Right. So you know, this was I was at Mackey. This is when I was actually getting ready to leave Mackey. Yeah. But uh, you know, it gave me you know more responsibilities, and that right. matured me as well. You know, people look down on teenagers having kids, or you know, right, right. that's always been a touchy subject. Not touchy subject for me, but that's been a, a subject I'd love to. You know, talk about because you know that doesn't having a kid young doesn't define right. who you are and who you could be. And that motivated you too, right? Because oh, again, like if you just keep doing the same like hamster on the wheel, mm-hmm. like just going to Mackie, like you, yep. you don't have time to be a father in your daughter's Not life. At all. Not yeah, at all. you got to think outside the box. You got to, like I said, you can't set limits. You know, if you yeah. set limits, I would still be at Mackie right now, raising my daughter, not having life, not you know right. fishing with her every single day, every single weekend. Yeah, you know, you just you can't have limits. You just, right. That's my main thing is you can't. How have was limits. that Mackie life, though, Loki? Uh, the Mackie life, like I said, if you know when I first started, when I didn't have any responsibility abilities or you know children or bills i was still living at my parents house it's good because you could be working you go just your money, you know just stack you know there's no responsibilities but once you got kids you got a family you know you got a girlfriend or anything of that sort mackie's is you're not gonna last your man. girlfriend gonna be in that mackie <laughs> bathroom that's what's gonna happen man it definitely, it's not gonna last in there at all man. yeah now you told me that they get pissed at you for even just talking on the yeah, assembly yeah, line you know uh so you know my team leader's name was mike gray's hopefully he hears this but um 
He wrote me up multiple times. Dude. Mike, you a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote me up multiple times just for talking, like as being human. You know, I'm, we're there 12 hours a day on the line. Like, yeah. you know, you're, you're working the entire time besides when you're on your little 30-minute lunch break, you know. And, you know, he truly if he did not want you talking the entire 12 hours you're there. You go home for eight hours of sleep, so they expect you to talk or be human, you know, for this amount of time throughout the day. That's nuts. So what does that do for, like, you mentally and, like, your mental health? Oh, like, it, it just not talking. It could definitely throw you off. You know, mm. definitely throw you off. You know, it's... It's not, you know, it's not meant for humans. You know, I, you know, it's hard to say that, but you know, it's not, a, it's not an everyday job. Humans should be hundred percent, no. You know, especially in, even in that sort. You know, even if you're doing that job, you know, the, no grown man should tell another grown man not to talk for twelve Period. hours. You know, at the end of the exactly. day, you know, we're all human. We're all the same. You know, you know better than, than me. Treat you people know, you want to be treated like yeah. not sound cliche. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah. I'm human. You don't treat for me sure. like no prisoner and just because you know, but you know. I hear you. So after Mackey, uh, what, what happened? Where'd you go? Yeah, so after Mackey, like I said, I was there for a little over two years. Uh, I just finally got bored with it. I, wanted, I really just wanted to get off a night shift. That was right. the main thing. You know, they wouldn't let me switch a day shift at Mackey. Um, so I was just on Indeed one day, and I was applying, you know, open jobs in the area. And uh, Grass Lake Chevrolet I popped up or had a job opening for sales. And I've never once thought about selling cars. I didn't know anything about cars. I like. Have cars. you sold anything? Like no retail jobs? Never nothing. sold anything. I worked at Olive Garden and Mackey. That was that was my only you know oh, job man. <laughs> history yeah, that I had for sure. So I applied. You know, he gave me the. Uh, well, I applied, and then I called him, asked him for an interview. And he told me to follow back up with him in a week. Mm-hmm. So then I called him back like three days later, you know, asked for an interview again. You know, I was coming off aggressive. So my mom taught me when you want a job, you know. So I'm blowing up the uh, GM's phone. His name is John Allen. We know we're best buddies now. He's changed my life, definitely. Um, but, uh, you know, I applied. He gave me the, then he finally gave me an interview. He gave me actually four interviews before he gave me the job. Oh, wow. And so was that like I a screening there, thing? or I, I've never had four interviews in my Neither life. Neither have I. And, and main thing, you know, no. all, all it was is, you know, he probably wouldn't admit to it. Like I said, we're, we're, that's my brother. I can call him my brother nowadays. But, uh, you know, Grass Lake is not a town known for black people. You know, mm. I'm, I'm black. You know, they, they Grass Lake has never had a black person working at that store in the last 20 years. I was the first. Wow. Why? You know, and it, and, it, and it was a, it was a good decision for him. It turned out, you know, real good. You know, uh, but that's why I, I, I know why he gave me the four <laughs> interviews. <laughs> he was trying to blackball yeah, you. Like, is you this know? guy legit? You know, I know, why? I, I know why he gave me the four interviews. But uh, you know, he gave me four interviews. You know, I fit in. Everybody out there, you know, I, I call family. You know. But you know, it definitely worked out. Now the customers that you got, like you said, this is Grass Lake. Yeah. Uh, did like people like get sketched out working so with you? Would be surprised, you know. So me personally, I know how to deal with it. You know, I was I was the, always that black kid at the white school. You right, know? right, you know, right. I, I, you know, I you know I don't I don't see color or anything of that sort. But yeah. you know, my parents moved us out to Rive Junction in the sixth grade and sent us to Northwest. Right. I've been the black only black person in every single class and from middle school to high school, besides apparently one other black person in you know, classes of thirty my entire life. Gotcha. So I know how to handle myself. I know how you know I know how you can't rush out. You know. It, it, you know, it doesn't bother me. People, everybody's raised differently. You know, people don't wake up today and they have feelings about color. You know, it's about how they're raised. And, right. um, you know, surprisingly, at Grass Lake, and I expected a lot worse. But, you know, I've only encountered one customer who treated me differently in, in three years. Gotcha. So, you know, yeah. even surprisingly, you know, it, it being Grass Lake, you know, it's, you know, every everybody, we're all human. You know, in today's society, people are seeing that. 100%. So, you get to Grass Lake, and you basically are starting with, like, an open canvas, grassroots movement. Um, how did you build your brand from there? Uh, so, pretty much how it works, man, in the car industry. And, you know, I guess you could say any job field in sales. I mean, they throw you out there. You sink or you swim. You know, he threw you out there. You know, the training was decent, but, you know, they threw you behind a computer and you had to take classes of, of to learn about the new vehicles, but they didn't teach you how to sell. They didn't teach you how to interact with customers. They don't they don't teach you any of that. You gotta, like no credit, nothing? No, nothing. Wow. You know, so they threw you out there and you sink or you swim, and I just, I was hungry. You know, like I said, I just left Mackey. I got, you know, at this time, 
I believe this time is when I had my daughter on the way, so right. I was trying to make some money, you know. Right. So, and he, you know, he just told me, you know, in sales, there's you can make as much as you want to make. You know, nobody did it. at the end of the year, if you make that much, that's what you were worth. Hundred percent. Because that's how much work you put in. And I, you know, when she told me that, and I was like. Yeah, I'm I'm the young youngest hungriest person around. Or at right. this time in my life, you know, I was just so hungry. I was I pretty much at rock bottom. Only place to go was up. So I just you know. Made so it you're at Grass Lake, open canvas, no knowledge of like selling cars. Uh, how did you build your brand, man? Like, uh, how did you scout people out? Did you have to go out in the parking lot or? <laughs> no, so yeah, so how it works, you know, when I when I first started at Grass Lake, uh, you definitely like what we call in the car industry is ups is you know people who drive through the car dealerships looking at cars. You know, you go approach them, you try and sell them a vehicle. That was the main thing. Then too, you know, you answer the phones, people call in, interested in vehicles. Uh, you know, I did that as well, but uh, I, I believe. And I, I'm almost like 90, 99% sure since I started at Grass like my first month, I sold the cars. I sold the most cars every single month besides one. Damn. Like even my first month in, you know? Insane. And it's just uh, because, one, you know, I'm known. You know, my parents sent me to public schools for six years, and then I went out to, you know, Northwest for until I graduated. So I know. So you had a solid I know following. the whole, you know, everybody, I'm known anywhere. You know, I'm known in the south side of Jackson. I'm known out here in Rife Junction. You know, I you can, don't have the foundry, I, too. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I stopped by there a couple of times. Yeah, right, right. But, uh, no, you know, that, that's the main thing. You know, I can talk to, you know, these people in the South Side and I can talk to these people in Rive Junction. I can talk to everybody. You know, not too many people can do that. Right. So basically, you're the top sales guy, you know, skin in the game, everything like that. Now, talk to the people how important it is to have a solid credit score to get these cars because a lot of people are like, oh, cash is king. Sure. But again, how many cars have you sold like cash with all the cars say you sold? Cash cars in three years of me selling, I probably sold maybe five or six maybe five or six cash cars and how many cars total have do you think you sold like throughout your career uh throughout my career three years i would say probably close to 500 probably four or five wow somewhere around there yeah yep. there you go so yeah. like why is the credit so like imperative like why, why why did you start this business like is it because like you were just sick of people coming in not getting approved or what was uh, it i would say one well, credit is, is everything. Credit is pretty much, I hate to say it because it's, it's it's deep when I say it, but credit is almost the difference from a good life and a bad life. Right. And why I mean that is I've encountered so many people. I took my job more than just a job. You know, these was relationships I built with this client and I wanted them. Like people didn't just want cars. People needed these vehicles, you know, for everyday life. Or, Commuting, you know, yeah. To commute, to get, the, you know, this job or to continue to keep this job, you know. But um, I mean, credit is truly the difference from a good life and a bad life, almost because with good credit, you know, you could you can buy that car, you can co-sign for your kid. You know, I've had so many parents come in there for their kids and they're trying to get their kids the cars by themselves. You know, kid can't get approved. Then I ask the, the parent, you know, would you like to try and co-sign? They try and co-sign, they can't get approved. So now this kid is in need of a car. You know, the parent knows that the the kid needs a car and they can't even you know help the kid get their first car because their credit isn't up to par. You know, and, you know, I seen those things as ex- I'm not gonna call myself a kid, but I was you know I'm 19 years old, you right, know, right, growing yeah. up, so you know. I, you know, it just puts that bug in your head. You know, I care about people. I used to beat up the bank so much. You know, they used to tell me, Malik, you can't help everybody. You know, and, and, and you know, I and this was a loan officer who said it to me. You know, it's been stuck in my head ever since. You know, and and my job is to try and help everybody. So, so that's, what know, that, that, that's what the motivation came from. That's what the motivation. She told me you can't help everybody. And okay, well, I'm about to. Right. <laughs> you know. So. Now tell people like why they shouldn't fuck up their credit early because I don't know if you know this or not, but in our industry, right, the self industry, what are these kids are doing now is just come up for a few five hundred, maybe a grand. I feel like what they're doing is like they're just coming in, opening up like burner accounts. Like they're like, yeah, let me get four iPhone XS Maxes, five twelves, like like they some damn McDoubles. Right. And they only pay the sales tax of mm-hmm. the phone up front, then they go and they flip them. Right. But then that goes to collections. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. explain them like how hard that is. You so know. I mean these people are just at one point and you're 
I, I know, 100%. At one point in your life, you're going to need your credit. No matter if you think you're, you know, cash, you got a lot of cash, you don't think you're making a lot of money, at some point in your life, you're going to need your credit. And, I mean, these people, you're just, you're making your life 10 times harder than what it already is, you mm. know, depending on what, how your life just is. Just for a quick come up. Yeah, just for a quick come up. It's not worth it. You know, I was I was young and dumb. And like I told you guys, I was at Rock Bottom. I ruined my credit, you know. I tell everybody, me personally, I've had a repossession. I've had, you know, bad credit cards. I've truly ruined, you know, I've ruined my credit early. I was 18 years old, and I, 19 years old, and I ruined my credit. And, you know, it's definitely hard to come back from unless you, you know, it's, uh, enroll with Greenwich Credit Repair. Uh, but besides that, but you just, credit is everything. You know, you definitely want to have good credit. You definitely want to work on it, maintain it. You don't want to screw your credit because I've seen so many people come in and try and buy cars and not be able to get cars. And, you know, people are walking to work or people, I've sold people cars. That's a $10,000 car. You know, their interest rate is 24%. Damn. You know, that's like double the value. And yeah. So, you know, once they sign their contract, you know, it says you're going to pay this much in interest. It'll be $12,000. You're going to pay more in interest than you are for this vehicle. Now, how are these people like Rightway and Huff? Like, how are they getting like these deals and whatnot? Uh, so Rightway, you know, Huff Auto, all these B-Lot dealers, you know, they're just, they're just, they're just small B-Lot dealers. They have the same banks. You know, one thing I will say about the car industry, no matter where you go, we all use the same banks. We all get the same interest rates. And there is no different deal from, from our main to Grass Lake. There's no different deal from, you know, Suburban to, you know, there's no such thing as a different deal. You can get better deals on used cars, but when it comes to new cars or anything, there's no difference. But, uh, you know, Huff Auto right way, you know, I personally, I haven't met the owners. I haven't met any of the sales reps, but I have had clients who come to me, you know, with, with horror stories. And when I say horror stories, I do mean horror stories about, and then I'm just curious of how you could this person sleep at night, you know, doing this to, to, you know, to people. Because I ruined my credit, and I know what it was like to not be able to get approved for that car. So whenever I sold a car, I was always on the other side of the table. I put myself in the client's shoes first. Now, what exactly are they doing? Like, are they, like, selling, like, these cars, and they're actually selling them higher than what their, like, resale value is? Or what are they doing? I mean, so... Ex- they can do whatever they want just about, you know, it's a small family-owned business, you know, Huff Auto right, right Way. I mean, I've had horror stories of, you know, people coming from, you know, Huff Auto and Right Way being seven, eight, nine, ten thousand dollars $10,000 upside down. And that means if, you know, they can owe $15,000 on this car, they want to trade it in. They come to grass like, you know, they talk to me, I appraise a vehicle and it's worth five grand. Wow. You know, and I'm asking them, how long would you buy this vehicle? And they say, oh, I bought it, you know. Twelve months ago, so it's not possible Nuts. for a vehicle to depreciate that bad, uh, that fast. So the dudes who are doing these, what kind of commission are they getting? Uh, I mean, they're these 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 people. They're taking vacations, you know. That's Damn, they're <laughs> taking vacations. You know, you can make. If, I mean, the, for the situation that some of the people came in and that they were in and they presented to me, they were like ten thousand dollars upside down. So when, when I look at their paper, I asked for their paperwork. Do you have the paperwork from when you first bought this vehicle? Right. And I'm not going to say names or anything, but I use this one. Um, this one example, uh, she came in. She had a uh, a traverse. She owed. She just bought it for like thirteen grand a month ago. She wanted to get out of out from underneath, it and she wanted to get into a car or something better on gas. And I praised this vehicle. Retail was nine grand, and they just sold it to her for thirteen grand. Nuts. My banks that you know we use at Grass Lake, they're only going to give me a hundred percent of what the vehicle's worth. They're not going to loan me more money than what the car's actually worth. Exactly. Why would anybody do that? So right. how you got to make money too? Yeah. You know how did they manage to sell it for thirteen thousand when it was only worth nine thousand mm. and get it approved and financed and how the I'm I'm still. still so curious. do you think people are limited to go there because of their credit? 
I think people, that's, that's a mental thing. That's a thing that just needs to get out there. People, if you have bad credit, you going to Right Way or you going to Huff Auto is no different than you going to Art Main or Grass Lake to any of these franchise dealerships. Gotcha. It's no different at all. It's just, you know, people think they have bad credit, so they have to go through the B-Lots and they can't pull off the B from the big dealership. This That's not true at all. Oh, okay. That's not true at all. So if I have an issue with my credit, let's suppose like I got like a couple hard inquiries, maybe some from collections, I contact you. What does Green's Repair Service do for me? So it all depends. Uh, I tell everybody what... What Green's Credit Repair does is I'm just giving everybody a second chance with their credit. Everybody deserves a second chance, no matter about credit, life, or anything, you know. And uh, I mean, that's pretty much what I would do. If whatever's hurting your credit score in a negative way, you know, I just dispute those negative items to get them deleted from your credit report. I get them deleted from your credit report. It's like it never happened. So when you go apply for that next car, you know, that house or that apartment complex or whatever, you know, you're in need of, it doesn't show up to those creditors like it never happened. Nice. So, you know, I'm giving people a second chance and just hopefully that they run with that second chance, you know, and, and just keep building their credit up and don't let it go back to where it was. Now, how long have you been in business for? Um, was it uh, probably, what's today, the 13th, 14th, 15th, whatever today is? Yeah. I opened up May 15th, so probably about around two months now. Oh, wow. Yep. And how's the reception been? Uh, it's going real, real, real. We're scaling at a, a very fast rate, you know. Um, back in May, the beginning of May, I went down to a, a seminar of um, if just all credit repair companies that get together, but you know the millionaires, you know, just so you can learn from them and learn how they run their business. Yeah. And uh, the rate that I'm scaling my business, I haven't seen any anybody scale oh, wow. business as fast. You know, uh, a lot of the millionaires were saying they were, you know, ten months in with a hundred clients. You know, I'm two months in with over a hundred clients, so I'm definitely scaling at a very fast rate. And I, you know, I just I plan to keep doing that. Now, why do you think like you have so much success? Is it because you're so involved in the community? Do you promote? Um, if, one is you know the involvement in the community. Two, it's social media. Three, is just, you know, you just got to be a good human. You got to be a good person. You got to want good for others instead of yourself. Yeah, because again, you can't like uh, swindle somebody into this car deal yeah. and expect, you know, good words to be said yeah. about you. Know, you know, if you take care of people, people talk. You know, one thing, you know, everybody knows people talk, people talk good and they talk bad. If, you know, if I, if I, if you get a bad experience, you're going to tell every, everybody, you know, never go to Malik. Malik did this, Malik did that. You know, right. but if you have a good experience, you're going to do the same as well. Right. If you give everybody a good experience, you know, if you got 100 clients, 100 people tell two people, you know, it spreads like wildfire. Puts, it's like a spain, a stain yeah. on it. Yeah. I mean, I found out for you from uh, my buddy, uh, Big D. Mm-hmm. I think you bought an Equinox or Traverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Traverse, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> He's guy. like, Malik's my guy. If you ever need a car from him, like, all right, like, all right, I appreciate it. Now, um, so Malik, I come to you. Let's suppose I got like two cell phone delinquents on my credit report. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's the payment? How do I get involved with you? So right now, uh, when I first opened up the business, I had two plans. I had a plan that was 50 bucks a month, and then I had a plan that was $100 a month. Gotcha. My cheapest plan allowed me to dispute two negative items. My highest plan allowed me to dispute five. Mm. As of July 1st, I just went to one plan, and now why I did that is because... I want to ensure everybody's receiving the same great results. But again, you know? that, that's your mentality. You want to help yeah, everybody. You know, everybody. You know, I want everybody to receive the same great results. I don't want people saying, you know, oh, well, they're getting the results. I'm not. You know, I want one plan. I actually, you know, I lowered my plan, my most expensive plan. I kept the same, you know, what you're receiving. My, uh, but to sign up, I'll, I'll shorten that up. Appreciate to sign up, it's only $20 a month, and it's uh, $89. $20 to sign up, and it's only $89.99 a month. Is it like a promo, or is this like that's your standard rate? That's now? my standard. I have one one plan. That's what I'm what I'm sticking to. You know, just to ensure one, it is affordable. It's less than it's two dollars and ninety nine cents a day. That's how much it costs for my services. And then two, you know, it's it's affordable. Then if you can, if if you don't have two dollars and ninety nine cents a day to change your life. You know, I mean, everybody stops and spends three hours. Yeah, a day, I mean, if people can it. spend like you know on iCloud storage yeah, or Spotify, you know, like help your credit out. You yep. know what I'm saying? Get you know, that. If you dream got a Netflix card. account, you know anything. You know, it's two dollars ninety nine cents a day to, to to change your life, and it's, and it's truly like, like it sounds funny when I say change your life, but it's, your life is truly going to change. One hundred percent. Now, how has the credit changed your life personally? So, credit changed my life. Uh, I mean, credit like 
changed my life like a full 360. Uh, when I had bad credit, I was living at my parents' house. I think I told you guys I was living at my parents. Uh, I was driving my grandma's car at the time. You know, I had horrible credit. I couldn't go finance my car, and I couldn't get my own apartment, and I couldn't buy a house. You know, so when I started working at Grass Lake Chevrolet, um, you know, selling cars, your my whole job was based off of you know people's credit. So then I finally realized how important credit was because they didn't teach that in high school. They didn't my peers didn't teach that. That was something I was never taught. So you know you can't take something as serious if you were never taught it before. You know, 100%. And I'm not gonna say you know I just wasn't taught it, so I screwed up my credit. But you know you're you're. A, it all depends on how you're raised. You know, if you're raised, your parents have good credit and they teach you about credit, you're gonna have good credit. You're product, you know, you're a product in your environment. So, but um. I ruined my credit. Once I started working at Grass Lake, everybody around me had good credit. You know, I was I worked with a lot of older people. You know, they're all 56 years old. Some are, you know, 30, 40. You know, they're a lot more mature than me. They've been through life. You know, they've been through things that I haven't experienced yet. You know, they bought their house, their car, you know. So I, I learned how important credit was, and I wanted to fix mine. So I just learned how to start, you know, disputing items. I learned how to fix credit, uh, fix my own credit. Uh, I was able to start purchasing vehicles finally. Right. And then, you know, I fixed my credit some more. And then, you know, I was finally able to get uh, pre-approved to purchase a home. You know, once I bought my house, you know, it, it just... And now I got a house instead of you know apartment or anything of that sort. But uh, you know, credit more equity. Life. You know, and even at you know, at his, you asked me about when I was eighteen year old Malik. Eighteen year old Malik didn't never had dreams of owning a house anytime soon. Do you think that was gonna happen? Yeah, not at all. You know, Damn. not at all. And every you know, it's and and what is horrible in today's society. A lot of these kids growing up, you know, they don't think it's even possible to buy their own house, right? Because their parents, you know, they're living in you know low income housing and things of that sort. They don't they don't even dream or think of you know being able to buy their own house. Nowadays. Right now. When you were looking at that Corvette, like when you put that picture up that you bought it, that side mm-hmm. by side, how old were you in that picture? The, uh, I believe I was twenty years old. And I the what went, nineteen turning twenty something. 19, like yeah, and what was going through your head when you were seeing like this um, nice shiny like Corvette in the man, part of I it? was that guy who drew over things that you know I liked things that I could never have. You know, right. I, you guess you could say that sort of anything in life with women, cars, <laughs> you know, with anything in life. You know, you I like things. You obsess over. Yeah, you obsess over. I used to drive through dealerships on a weekly basis, just checking out jewel number cars. I was, you know, once I started selling cars, yourself. I just love cars. You know, I used to see the people in those cars, and I used to just want to talk to them, like pick their brain and see what type of human they are, what do they do, you know, how do you afford that car, you know. And I just, you know, I just had big dreams. You know, I, even right now, like I, I don't even tell a lot of people my dreams because you know people laugh at you. You know, uh, but I don't, I don't believe in limits. You just gotta. You know, if you dream it enough and you have tunnel vision and you put your all into it, you're, you're capable of doing anything. 100%. Yeah. So with your business, is this guaranteed results or it's like a case-by-case case basis? No. So this is guaranteed results of your money back. So oh. what the type of businesses is due to, I mean, there's no guarantees 100%. Like, I would never tell anybody, if you sign up for my services, I'm going to change your life and raise your credit score. Right. I would never say that. The same pyramid scheme. No. You know, the same, and if, and if, uh, and if it was, I would charge a lot more than $89 a month. 100%. You know, you know, but I do guarantee results or your money back. And I don't want... A lot of people say, well, you know, I've heard of scam. So this is no scam. This is legit. I, I want you to receive results. And if you don't, I don't want your money. Why would I want your money if I, if I didn't work for you? 100%. And the thing is, is guys, like, this is real results. Like, Malik posts pictures on his Facebook daily of... X amount of like five items deleted. Like, how long does it usually take for an item to come off your credit card? Like, generally, without doing anything, so like a hard it, it all depends. You know, if it's a negative item, you know, they can stay on your credit report for seven to ten years. Wow. So you know, I I guarantee. I, I tell everybody, you sign up for my services, I guarantee you results. Ninety uh, percent of my clients receive those results in the first thirty days. Wow, that's insane. Now, what should somebody shoot for as far as like a credit score goes? Um, I definitely think everyone should shoot to be in the seven hundred club. 
Um, anything below that, they consider below average. Now what, yeah, now, what can Malik's Credit Repair do to help these folks get to there? So what Green's Credit Repair does is, one, I'm going to give you the resources to make that happen. I can give you a second chance for your credit. Uh, you know, if you have a repossession, if you got, you know, collections accounts on there, you got bad credit cards, if you have anything in your credit report of that sort, you, your credit score would never be 700 or higher. So my job is to get those items deleted. Like a lot of people ask me, should I pay it first? What a lot of people don't know is if you pay this bad credit card, or if you don't pay it, it affects your credit the same way. You know, mm. if you have a repossession and you pay this repossession off and it's still in your credit report, your score is not going up. You're just uh. wasting money. You're better off getting it deleted and then pay it off, you know. But you should never, I'm not going to tell people never pay, the, you know, the, the collection they have in their credit report, but you paying it's not doing anything to your credit. But again, like if they can get your service, get that deleted, that's going to trim yep. a whole new. Yep. So that's why I tell you, what I do is I want to get it deleted completely from your credit report and it's like a never show. And once it gets deleted, you know, certain items could affect your score between 30 to 40 points. Repos can affect your score between 80 to 100 so if you get that one item deleted you know a lot of people you know depending on where your credit score is if you sign up at you know the low 500s you got a repo that repo gets your move you're at a 600 you can go buy a car tomorrow 100 percent. now the people who want to get involved with this um where can they find you uh right now i actually have my own office right off of lansing ave right in front of rocky top uh we're open monday through friday nine to five you can stop in whenever you know come have some popcorn grab some drink Come talk, and you know, I don't care. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, check out the vet. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. Definitely. Now, people who are shy, like, man, like, my credit's fucked up, and I don't feel comfortable. Like, for those people, like, what do you say? Yeah, so what I want to say, I've, I've actually was getting ready to do a video on this subject, but um, one, I just want everybody to know, me personally, I screwed up. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. We, we're, we're human. You're going to make mistakes. If you haven't made a mistake yet, you may make some in life, you know, but we're all going to make mistakes, regardless of your credit or just, you know, everyday life. But if you made mistakes with your credit, so did I. You know, I've had repos, I've had, you know, bad credit cards. I was not able to get approved for cars, apartments, houses, anything. I've been where you're at right now. If, if that's what you're going through and that's why you want my services, I've been there. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. I'm not going to laugh at you. I'm not going to, you know, everybody, all my employees, we sign non-disclosure forms. Nobody's going to talk about it. It's your all professional. Input. Yeah, it's all professional. You know, we're, we're 100% legit, licensed, insured. You know, this is, it's no games. You know, this is people's lives on the line. I just want to change them. 100%. Well, Malik, thank you so much for doing this, uh, for doing the podcast. Um, Thank you again, and I want to have you on again when we get the video portion going. So thank you again for coming on and Definitely. doing this. I, pre I appreciate you for reaching out to me. Like I said, I was really excited. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad to be here. Thanks, Doc. Definitely.